This is your edition, your weekly podcast for all the information of Valor Fighting Challenge. And what's coming up? This week's episode, we're going to do a picks panel for May 3rd, Valor Fights 58. And we're also talking about the changing of hands of the co-host. My name is Shamir Peshewa. I'm joined by Caleb Miller and Chase Winder. I'm going to let these guys introduce themselves. Chase, uh, say hi to the viewers. Hello, guys. I'm Chase Winder. Um, I'm a... Pro fighter at KMAA. I'm excited to be taking over this podcast with Caleb and Shamir. It's going to be a lot of fun. Caleb? Hey, guys. I'm Caleb Miller. Uh, I am also a pro fighter at Knoxville Martial Arts Academy. I'm making my pro debut uh, May 18th at Smoky Stadium. You guys can get tickets online if you want to come to the fights. It's going to be a good show. Um, I'm also really excited to be a part of the podcast. Um, and for you guys to get to know us a little bit better as people, not only as fighters. Our big goal with doing this podcast is to bring you more of an inside look, a different view, so to speak, on these fights and what's going on and how training is and how weight cutting is. And we really want to get in there and ask people some hard questions and make people think about the responses that they're going to give out. Uh, Chase, how long have you been fighting? I've been fighting for, oh gosh, I started in 2010, so... Going on about nine years now, almost ten years now. And just educate everybody, like, who is your favorite fighter, maybe current or past, or just give us a couple of your favorite fighters. Yeah, yeah. Um, my, one of my all-time favorites is BJ Penn. He's the, he was the guy I grew up with that really, you know, kind of got me. I love the sport. Um, Chuck Liddell. Um, I, I like all those guys like that, the, all those scrappy guys who – come with the sprawl and brawl style well that's kind of similar to what you get in a chase winder you know <laughs> if you guys haven't seen him he's exciting uh caleb what about you i'm more a fan of the taller guys the lanky guys so anderson silva is definitely one of my favorites he's the first to be like really dominant in this newer age of the ufc you know after after the old type pride rules where everybody just through hands, uh, you get the people who put their own kind of spin on it, and that's what I like. I like people who throw their own style in there. Uh, they're just different than everybody else. Um, I'm a big fan of Darren Till currently. Uh, I know he's kind of a little skid right now, but I think he's going to be a world champion at some point in the near future. All right, awesome. If it goes to me, um, I I've been watching since I was real little. And I always saw that it wasn't for girls. Uh, there wasn't women doing MMA for a long time on TV. There was women's boxing, but there wasn't a lot of women in MMA. I couldn't find any. And later with the internet, I, I was able to find some and, of course, watch early Invicta, Strike Force, you know, things like that. So it was, it was definitely, I just didn't know any gyms around that would do it. So I kind of got in a little bit later. I've been training about six years, um, be seven in November. Uh, I like I like your scrappier fighters. I like people who are there because they're tough. And I guess that kind of goes back to my own style, too. So you kind of hear a little bit about us as well. Uh, I like people who really don't back down from a challenge. You know, I 
Carolina Kowalski is one of my current favorites, and I know she got dropped in her last, you know, in the last fight, but she's she'll sign up to fight anybody, and that says a lot to me about people. Uh, you know, if nobody wants to fight somebody, and this girl step up and do it, it says a lot. I like Tatiana Suarez right now. Um, her wrestling game is just unreal. I could I could mention guys, but I, I try to stick with the females to give them a little bit of support too. Um, so we're all from Knoxville Martial Arts Academy. We're going to have picks panels by other people um, from other gyms. We're going to try to have uh, – we're not going to participate in the picks panels themselves. We're going to go into hobbies now just so you can learn a little bit more about us. Chase, tell us some of your hobbies. My hobbies, um, I love to read. I love to play video games. Um, I'm, a big, I'm a war gamer. I'm not huge into Warhammer Age of Sigma. Warhammer, tell us about that. Uh, Warhammer is a tabletop miniatures wargaming game. It's a it's a big money trap out there, so don't don't look into it unless you got the cash to spend. But uh, it's a lot of fun, a lot of fun, great hobby. Big, <laughs> big spender, huh, Chase? What the? Yeah, no, right. Because <laughs> <laughs> why I'm broke. <laughs> <laughs> Isn't that the worst? All right, Caleb, what about you? What do you like to do? Um. Uh, I like to play video games. Um, I really like. I'm I'm into shooter video games. Overwatch. I play a little bit of Fortnite. Um, just really competitive games. I played Call of Duty a lot when I was younger. Played like uh, local tournaments and stuff, and won some money when I was like 15 or 16, which was kind of cool at that time. But not really the route that I want to go down. You know, I love fighting, so it's more. You know, like you said, a hobby. I like watching sports. I'm a big baseball fan, uh, fan of the Cincinnati Reds. I'm sure Chase has something to say about that because he hates <laughs> everybody from Ohio. <laughs> Not a hey, I, love I love Ben Roethlisberger. <laughs> well, we don't say that name on the air. <laughs> to make things interesting, Caleb's from Ohio. So it gets a little interesting. Well, a little shit talk Caleb going too, on. Of course. What did you say, Chase? I said, I love Caleb, too, of course. Yeah. It's all right. Not everybody can That's be right. <laughs> now, Caleb, you mentioned baseball. What's your background on that? For those of them, those of people listening that um, don't know. So I played baseball pretty much my whole life growing up until I was 17. Like, once I graduated from high school, I went to a little, like, community college, Division three college. I didn't even make it to the season. I ended up tearing my UCL <laughs> before I even got to play. But um, that kind of got me into fighting. I mean, it got me where I'm at today. So I'm nothing but thankful for it. You know, maybe if I had Tommy John surgery, I'd still be trying to play baseball and not be pursuing fighting. So, um, but growing up, my dad always watched baseball. Took us to a lot of Reds games when we were younger. Um, actually like when me and my brother were first born, he had both of us as babies, just out of Reds game, caught a baseball, <laughs> like me in one hand and then caught the baseball with the other hand. So, <laughs> uh, it it kind of runs through the family. My, a lot of my cousins are big into football and I never really got into football that much. Uh, but yeah, definitely a sports family. My, my papa is like a state champion wrestler in Ohio. He has a lot of school records that still haven't been broken so just a lot of sports that run through the family now chase you grew up 
playing sports as well. Tell us about your yeah. Kind of I grew up. Grew up playing football. Football was my big passion growing up um, until I got to high school and I found wrestling. And once I found wrestling, you know, I was a smaller guy, so I, I excelled in that pretty quick, and that quickly became my new passion. I also played rugby in high school. That was a lot of fun. Definitely the grittier of the sports, you know. For sure. You really, <laughs> you know, but that's kind of what you see as a fighter, you know. It's yeah. like combat. Football. Yeah, I'm all about the contact. All about the contact. <laughs> we like it for sure now for me i didn't uh some people know this some people don't if you're tuning in i didn't go to high school i didn't go to school at all really i, I grew up on a reservation so i didn't play sports i i like to hunt i like to fish i like to be outside i do love video games i love reading um i love learning i didn't grow up learning so i don't have that stigma of being like oh i don't want to read or anything like that i i love to learn so if I can learn, I do it. Um, I love playing video games. I play a lot of Overwatch. You um, play on Twitch. Some people like to send me hateful messages on the Xbox. It just gets me fired up. Um, so we're all we all love video games. We all love sports, and we all fight. So we're trying to bring you a little bit something different. Most people who do the podcast either used to fight or don't fight at all. So we're we're attempting to bring you something different. Um, maybe from a different aspect or a different view. Yeah. Uh, Chase, is there anything you want to let the let the listeners know about you? I just, um, I just want to say thanks for for giving us this opportunity, guys. I'm super excited for this, and hope you guys will keep on listening. Caleb, what about you? Uh, I mean, just the same that Chase said. Thank you for the opportunity. I'm actually really excited to be able to talk about life fighting sports whatever you know kind of grow um a relationship with people through a podcast you know like we don't really get the opportunity to talk to a lot of people so you guys will get to know more about us as people and you'll get to know our personalities you'll get to find out you know what keeps us going what keeps us training uh where we started out where we're going um I'm just really excited for the opportunity. We're going to have a lot of good guests on here, too. Not just uh, KMA people, either. We're going to try to reach out and have you know, people from different gyms and just give you guys a lot of good insight on the up-and-coming fighters that are trying to make their way right now. And we're trying to bring you nutritionists. We're trying to bring you strength and conditioning coaches. We're going to try and bring you a little bit of everybody, and you know, hopefully that, that comes across well and is well-received. So for me, I, I I just appreciate it too. I'm excited to learn and excited to talk to you guys week in and week out and hear your questions. And we, we want to get more involved with you. So we have a Facebook page called The Valor Hour. If you send me a message through there, if you find one of us on social media, we'd love to interact with you and love to answer any questions you might have about MMA or somebody you think would be cool to have on. Let us know about it. Um, this show is mostly about... Valor Fighting 58. Uh, Chase, do you have anything uh, you want to say about Friday night before we go into the picks? Um, Friday night, I'm, you know, of course, I'm excited to see all of our KMA people going, but it's going to be a great night. Always exciting fight at the Joe. So everybody come out and watch it. Cut my Joe on Friday. Caleb, what about you? Yeah. Uh, I definitely think it's going to be a fun night. A lot of uh, debut people, a lot of new faces. Um, a lot of people you may not have heard of yet, but after Friday, you'll 
kind of have an idea of who they are. Um, it's definitely going to be a fun show. If you have time, come out, support. Uh, it, any support helps us get to where we want to go. So if you guys want to come out and support, it's much appreciated from everybody, not just the people sitting here talking to you right now. Just go ahead and speak for everybody. It's appreciated. And if you can't watch uh, live, you can watch on flowcombat.com, which is our exclusive streaming network. Um, I'm going to go ahead. If you guys don't have anything else, um, I'm going to go ahead and throw it to our picks panel. We are trying to keep the episodes a little bit shorter. That was one of the comments from people that we've received. Um, so we're trying to keep those episodes a little bit shorter. So I'm going to throw it right into the picks panel. Tonight we have Tim Loy, which is the matchmaker and the former host of the show. We have Jeff Hobbs, which is the announcer at Valor. We have Greg Hopkins, which is a fighter as well, and he does commentary for us. And we have Mark Claus, which is a cut man. Chase, thanks for being here. Caleb, thanks for being here. And we'll listen to the picks. Thank you for listening. So tonight we're going to be doing picks panels for VFC 58, which is Friday night, May 3rd. We have on the line promoter and matchmaker Tim Loy. We also have announcer Jeff Hobbs. We have commentator Greg Hopkins. And for shits and giggles, we got Mark Laws over here. That's the cut man. Guys, how you doing? Doing great. Ready for fight week. Ready to get this thing on the road. All right. Do you guys have anything you want to say before we jump right into these things? I'll say that going into this, Jeb Hobbs has been the class of the uh, the class of the uh, the picks panel thus far. So these guys are going to. I also okay, let's I, go ahead and hear it. What's the what's the record from last time, Tim? What do we got here? We're starting fresh now, but oh, okay. but okay. as we finished up last time, I could I don't have it right in front of me, but but Hobbs was most definitely in the lead with about a two or three point cushion. Okay, well, that sounds fair. <laughs> and I got nothing. Man, let me just say, I got nothing out of it. I was four fights ahead, and I got nothing. Zip. You well, we're start no Shamir's about to change that. I am. I'm, I'm going to start changing it. I think every three fights, whoever's in the lead, I'm going to give a hundred bucks to. How about that? Get some. Let's talk about that. Get some. Get some. <laughs> Shamir, I, Shamir, I'm cheap. You I'm cheap. You can buy me a couple drinks. <laughs> well, listen, if we're playing for money now, I'm gonna have to be real. I can't be siding with my friends no more. I'm gonna have to uh, let them know real quick. <laughs> yeah, you don't. Hey, you pick against them. It's it's. There's money on the line. Hundred dollar bill. Oh, it's on. It's on. <laughs> All right. As um, as the listeners don't know, this card coming up has a lot of new faces. We're trying to bring some new blood into the into valor and start a bunch of people off but they don't have very many fights so we might not have very much background on really any of these guys so i guess we'll get right down to it we have a junior kickboxing match between tyler jones and jacob morgan Uh, i'm gonna throw it to tim first tim what do you think about that yeah, we'll start off with the juniors as we uh, as we like to do when we've got a kids fight on here, and uh, we've got Tyler Jones. 
He'll be making his second fight. He's 0-1 out of Ben Kiker's United Karate Studios in Dalton, Georgia. They are a straight kickboxing gym. They don't do uh, MMA, but they are always well-prepared under Master Ben Kiker. Uh, he'll be taking on Jacob Morgan, who is making his debut, 16 years old, Malcolm and Peggy's Fitness Center in Monticello, Kentucky. This will be the first time we've had anyone out of that gym. So I really don't have a lot of information on Jacob besides that he's 16 and seems very eager. And I think these guys are going to get us off to a good start. Jeff, what about you? Uh, yeah, I don't know, man. I, you know, Samir, I know you guys are uh... – we haven't had you on a lot, but uh, I've got this whole thing going where uh, uh, people from Kentucky, I just, uh, you know, I got this thing with Kentucky and <laughs> Kentucky and Kentucky and independence. I stay away from them. Uh, but, uh, <laughs> you know, seriously, uh, you know, I'm going to have to go with Tyler Jones on this one. Uh, there's just too much unknown uh, for me uh, with Jacob Morgan. Um you know, I, you know, I don't, Malcolm and Peggy's Fitness Center. You know, I just don't know. I mean, I hope the kid comes out and, and, and shows out, but uh, uh, I just don't know about it. Uh, coming from a fitness center, coming to, you know, I don't know if jazzercise or aerobics. I don't know what they do there. Uh, hope it's a good fight. The kids always bring it, and I enjoy it. Uh, nothing but respect for them, because when I was that age, I mean, I was playing Super Mario, too. So, um, But I'm going to go with Tyler on this one. All right, we have one for Tyler, and I don't know if you guys saw the Instagram, but apparently the Jacob Morgan kid, he's a some kind of a rapper, so that'll oh, be I didn't interesting know that. too. <laughs> know that. Sixty like comments. He had a lot of kids excited to come see him. Yeah, the, he had about sixty comments on that Instagram post. It it got pretty high. All right, let's throw it to Mark. Mark, what do you think? <laughs> this has got to be the best gym name I've ever heard, by the way. Uh, I'm going with Jones because Kai Cruz always puts out the killer kickboxer fan. We've been down there twice before, and they all come to us. And uh, look forward to this. But Jones gets it done. He's already made the walk one. All right. Well, we got two for Jones. Uh, Greg, what do you think? Uh, not real big on Jacob Morgan on a debut fighter against. Uh, is this Travis Jones' son? It is Travis Jones' son. Yeah, uh, this is the son of Travis Jones, former. Uh, Former Valor seventy uh, amateur champion. He's a he's a beast. He's a little along in the tooth now. He's a motherfucker, Travis Jones. Is and if his son's anything like him, I haven't got to see him. And uh, tra- I've I've boxed with Travis Jones. Travis lit me up. I said he's I tough. was like, oh, we can throw kicks too. Let's throw some kicks in there. <laughs> I'm glad he di- I'm glad he didn't because that dude is a Chris Chris mother. And if his son's anything like like him he's a he's maybe not right yet but i know in the grand future when he grows up and gets that gets that man's manpower on him he's gonna be something to reckon with but and i've been to ben cockers a few times and uh i like how they do things uh i'm gonna have to go with tyler jones there all right we got three for tyler jones that brings us into our second bout of the evening it is also a kickboxing fight um again from julio os Osorio? I'm gonna, Osorio, 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 Osorio. I was close. Um, and Nick Wiggly, Tim, what do you think about that? Man, uh, you know, Wiggly was originally supposed to fight Ryan McCullough, and McCullough uh, went off the the grid on us, and so uh, we've had to scramble around for a replacement. Uh, wasn't able to make an MMA fight happen for Nick as he was hoping for. So being last minute, it's going to be Julio Osorio stepping in on about a week's notice. He is one, one and one, and he is a teammate of the aforementioned Tyler Jones out of Ben Kiker's United Karate Studios in Dalton, Georgia. 
So we uh, he doesn't have the MMA experience. Nick Wigley, Ninja Nick Wigley out of KMAA. This will be his first kickboxing bout. He is 2-1 and one in MMA, though. So, you know, he's already been in the cage an equal amount of times as Osorio. Actually, I don't know if Osorio's ever been in the cage. Been in the ring, at least. Um, it, so, we, you know, experience as far as under the lights goes should be should be pretty close. Uh, Osorio has the experience in K1 rules kickboxing, though. And uh, Wigley, uh, uh, if I'm not mistaken, he's a Taekwondo black belt. So he, he won't be, uh, you know, averse to, uh, to to throwing strikes only out here. Uh, this is an interesting one. You know, every time we've seen Wiggly, he's in very exciting fights. He brings it. He comes forward. Uh, a lot of pressure. Uh, and Osorio is just kind of a he's, – uh, he's a guy that we really just don't know that much about. All right, let's throw it to uh, – let's start with Mark. Mark, how about we start oh. with you this time? Oh, no. I like this yeah, one. Mark. Um, yeah, Mark. <laughs> yeah, get my grand predictions there. Um I'm going to lean on Wiggly here. I'm, I'm pressing you, Nick Wiggly. Let's get it done, man. Because uh, even though I favor the other guy with the experience uh, in kickboxing, I think Wiggly's just more athletic and put the pressure on him. All right. What about you, Jeff? Uh, who? First of all, Tim, who was it? Who who went off the radar? It was Ryan McCullough, a little little wrestler guy out of G1. He fought. Um, he fought uh, Josh Miller uh, back, in, I want to say, two shows ago. He's kind of short, has curly hair. He's kind of stocky. Uh, he looks guy. like a Great. leprechaun. You can say it, Tim. Oh, right. You can right. say okay. it. I think that's fair to say. Uh, but, uh, yeah, he uh, his coach said he just he just stopped coming to train. He just went off the grid. Greg uh, is probably the most knowledgeable of this fellow, actually. Well, I just know what we do with people that go off the grid. Fuck you, man. Oh, what I know. We need some, found, some sound effects so we can uh, yep. some, uh, electric chair. <laughs> they need a dig, McCullough. Right. Oh, damn. Anyway, back to the picks. <laughs> I'm going Ninja Nick Wiggly. I like saying his name. Ninja Nick Wiggly. I'm going Ninja Nick Wiggly. All right, two for Ninja Nick. Greg, that brings us to you. Um, I actually saw Ryan McCullough. He wasn't eating dick, but he was eating at Golden Corral the other about two weeks ago. And I just, I, kinda, I, I ran into him and uh, I was just like, "Hey, Ryan, what's up, man?" And he's just like, "Look like a deer in headlights." I said, "You got a fight coming up, don't you?" And he's, I mean, he didn't have a lot of food on his plate, but he was eating Golden Corral. Y'all don't judge me. I was there because I had to be. So, anyway, moving on. But I, he just kind of, he didn't even know who I was. I was like, I'm Greg, man. I was commentating your fights over at Valley. Oh, yeah, now I remember you. But he's just like, kept edging away from me, trying to get I was like, oh, see you, man. You know, hungry, man. back at my table. He was hungry, man. He's like, it's fun. But anyways, yeah, uh, uh, with that being said, sorry, uh, Ryan, man. Uh, I don't know if I don't know, man. Whatever. So, anyways, uh, sorry, I'm trying to get my my crap straight here. I was sitting there looking at it. Now I'm now the thunder's rolling here. Uh, Nick Wigley and Julio, <clears throat> man. I just got done talking about a you know since we uh, uh you, you you Ben Cockers go with United Karate Studios and George they are uh they are a, a specific karate and kickboxing. That's all they do there. They don't do any MMA. Blah blah blah. Uh, Nick Wigley has been training in MMA the last, you know, few, how long, I don't know, but he's a great MMA fighter. I don't know how crisp his, uh, boxing kickboxing is going to be, but being that Julio's already got one loss and one draw, he's got the experience over Nick Wigley on his debut. With that being said, I'm going to have to go with Ninja Nick Wigley because he's been training for three minute rounds and these are two minute rounds. He's going to be able to go off like he wants to. So I'm going to go with Ninja Nick Wigley on this. All right, we got three for Ninja Nick uh, out of Knoxville Martial Arts Academy. 
Uh, next, we get to um, a tie rolls kickboxing. The other ones are K1 kickboxing rolls from Nick Ferguson and Jake Phillips. Tim, what do you got on that? Uh, we've got Bantamweights here. Nick Ferguson's a guy that we, we saw him back when he was uh, a, a, a junior. I, I, I want to say he fought about three times for us when he was 15 years old. And he used to train with Dustin Koppel and crew at National Martial Arts. Now he is doing his own thing. He's not with those guys anymore. Uh, they call him Superman. He throw, likes to throw a lot of Superman punches, but we haven't seen the kid. You know, he's just turned 18. You may have seen him probably in about three years. So I'm expecting him to evolve some during that time. He, he's a long, thin guy. Uh, he's taking on Jake Phillips, who uh, this will be the second time we've seen him. He's 1-0. He got his, his first win uh, two or three months back. It, with a second round uh, take uh, TKO of it might have been a KO of Zach Wright, Shield Systems guy. So he's one and zero with one knockout out of North Georgia High Stand in Dalton, Georgia, trained by Nalo with Chuga. Uh, really uh, exciting fighter. Had a good uh, crowd come up with him last time too. So uh, these kids are are both uh, eighteen too. So it's two young bucks uh, fighting as adults though. And, uh, yeah, it's anybody's guess. Uh, you know, Jake Phillips was certainly impressive that we, when we saw him most recently. Uh, but Nick, Nick Ferguson has been in there already, you know, three times, although it's been three years ago. All right. Greg, what do you think about this? We'll throw it to you first. Well, I know zero zilch about Nick Fergalicious Ferguson here. He's an independent at Oak Ridge. I'm, I'm not big on debuts because, you know, they're hit or miss and uh, don't know how serious he's taking his training here, but I can tell you this. I went down to uh, North Georgia Haystand the other day and I saw Jake Phillips and he was running rounds. I think he was running some three-minute rounds pretty hard in the cage with David Lewis, uh, some Tristan. He had, uh, I didn't get to go with him though. He's a uh, He's still a young buck, and he's a, he's, he's, he's a smaller guy. I didn't really get to go with him, but uh, dude's crisp, and uh, I think he gets another win here, Jake Phillips here. All right, one for Jake. Um, Jeff, what do you think? Um, well, here we go, independent again, uh, but then you had independent on the debut again. Uh, kind of like Greg said, it's – man, I don't know. There's so many gems out there right now. It's just – it's hard for me to fathom somebody taking this – as serious, you know, as, as I, I guess I would if, if I wanted to be a fighter. I'm going to step in there with somebody ready to beat my brains out uh, that I don't go find a gym to go to. Yeah. Um, my, hey, my question, though, Tim, who, I, we got 2K1, and then we're rolling in a tie. Yeah. Uh, I, you know, I don't, I don't mean this to – don't take this the wrong way. What what are we doing? How's our refs going? I mean, like um, – Good question. You know what I mean? Like switching from switching from K one to Ty, you know, this kid not even really knowing, you know, how, God, it sounds horrible. What he's doing, you know, a debut, an independent fighter. Right. Uh, I'm just wondering how all over the place is going to be, and, and a ref really, you know, controlling what's going on in there. Well, it's going to be interesting for sure because uh, you know our, we're we're at a swing where we're we're grooming a lot of referees right now that are coming up, right. and uh, you know these all amateur shows are uh, are a uh, kind of a testing ground for the fighters and the officials as well sometimes. So you know Chris Bond is going to be the main referee uh, this weekend. He's uh, got a lot of kickboxing experience himself. Uh, you know, a current fighter 
himself, and he's been doing a really good job uh, with the events that he yeah, has yeah. worked up to this point. So that's who's going to be the main guy out there. But uh, you know, when it's you know the two K one rules were at the uh, at the request of of the Kikers uh, group uh, UKS. They don't do tie. They only train like international rules, K one rules. So um, <laughs> it's kind of one of those things where I'll be kind of holding my breath at the same time because they know those rules inside out. You know, those, right, they, right. they compete under those rules. They hold their own shows. And so uh, they they will be uh, on on his ass, I'm sure, if he uh, if he slips. Oh, yeah, I'm sure. I was just kind of I'm like you. I'm just I'm looking at the transition going from from the different rules and going, oh, man. Uh, but that being said, Bond did really good job. And, and he per, I, I think he even told me last time he really likes, you know, uh, reffing those uh uh, tie rules, uh, fights and such. So yeah, I definitely have confidence on, I mean, I'm just thinking though, again, this kid independent, uh, debut, I think Phillips just comes from, uh, too well-established a gym. Uh, I'm definitely taking Phillips with this and I don't, I don't see this one even being, you know, I don't know, even being close really. All right, Mark, what do you think? You going with them or going against them? Phillips or Ferguson? Yeah. We're going Phillips. Shout out to Chris Ball. He's a great referee. Can't wait to work with him on Friday night. But you got to take a Phillips. All right. We're going to go right into MMA. Uh, Tim, you want to start us off with these? or? Yeah, yeah. If you want to introduce the fight here, right, well, we got Bud Cook and uh, Parker Wadman. Yep. Uh, let's see here. We've got uh, – this is going to be a catchweight fight, 165 pounds. And um, it, it's one of those fights where you've, you've got the unknown and Parker Wadman out of KMAA. Uh, of course, you could probably tell us more about him than I know. I know that he also does some uh, some training and instructing over at Premier Martial Arts. I, that's that's about all I know. Uh, it's his debut fight. Uh, so I'm excited to see what he brings to the table. Uh, Bud Cook is a guy we've seen lots of times. You know, this will be his eighth fight. And he's he's hungry for that first win, you know. So he's he's not going to be uh, nervous making that walk to the cage. He's made that walk seven times before, uh, has yet to be successful, you know. So uh, it's it's one of those things where you know Bud is a guy. He's going to come out and look to brawl like he always does. Uh, we'll see if Parker uh, gets pulled into that brawl or if he out techniques him, you know. You know, I I don't I don't think he's standing around and brawl with these guys who just like to come and fight, you know. Right. I would hope not, at least for the other person's sake. Uh, we'll throw it. We'll throw it to Greg first. Greg, what do you think, Bud Cook or Parker Wadman? But uh, <laughs> anywho, yes. Uh, I'm gonna, since that happened, I'll make this quick, Parker. All right, Parker. All right, Jeff. What do you think, Parker Wadman or Bud Cook? Uh, you know, I like Bud Cook. Uh, and I enjoy the times I get to, you know, meet him, talk to him at the shows. But I just think, even with the unknown with Parker. Um, we're talking again, an independent fighter still looking for his first win against somebody that we know, even if we don't know him, we know what Jimmy comes from and we know, uh, you know, the type of training that he's getting, the type of training partners that he works with every day. So, uh, I am definitely confident picking Parker. All right, Mark, what do you got? Man. Through promoting for the last two weeks, all I've heard is how tough Parker Wobbin is. I mean, former teammates, just regular people in the street stopping and say, Parker Wobbin's a tough fucking dude. However, Bud Cook is driving from Wilmington, North Carolina, guys. That is a skew bug. He's driving to Joe seven times. I think Bud Cook gets it done and gets it done quick. Man, well, I, I've heard he hits hard. Money. 
people who have fought him, so it might could happen. You know, you never know with these guys. Like I said, I wouldn't want to brawl somebody who was hungry. You know. <laughs> All right, we're going right into the next one. Another debut against another guy. We got Cody Sprague versus Daniel Bowl. Uh, Tim, tell us about that. You know, this is another one of those fights where you may have a little more insight on Daniel Bowl than me. This is another debut fighter out of KMAA. Uh, you know, Eric Turner's got a, a couple of his uh, – actually, he's got a total of four debuts on this card. So this is kind of your new crop. This is uh, – you know, these guys are getting thrown into the fire here, and we'll see see what happens. I, I really don't have much more background. I, I believe I saw from a post on Facebook that he's a veteran. Uh, so there's that. Uh, Cody Sprague, he is looking for his first win. He's been in there two times, so uh, he's 0-2. But this is a kid that, I mean, he he comes out gunning. And he, every fight, he, he's had two tough fights. He fought Tanner Poe, and he ended up going down in the second round against Tanner Poe. But he hung really close with him in the first. And then he lost to Logan Crowley, who, uh, you know, was on a hot streak at the moment. And he, he finished him in the first. But uh, it was another one of those where – you know, Cody gets out there. He's long and lean. He's probably six foot tall. And uh, at, at 155, he, he's very long and lean. And he will get out there and gun. So um, we'll see. Uh, if uh, he, I don't think that, uh, you know, I don't have enough information on Bowl to know if he'll, if he'll engage that or not. But uh, Cody Sprague out of uh, a team Ishin Jitsu in Knoxville, I'm not, he's the only guy to ever come out of there. Um, so I can't really reference any of his teammates here, but he's an action guy. I like Cody Sprague. He's, he's a fun one to watch. All right, we're going to throw it to Mark first. What do you think, Mark? Oh, man. Jim sold me over. I guess I'm going to go Cody Sprague. All right, Cody, it is. All right, Jeff, what do you think? Nah, Mark, you let Tim tuck you into it, buddy. <laughs> uh, he's setting you up, man. I'm hard uh, to you know, hear. I'm maybe. I'm just more amazed, really. Like when you think that you know every fighter at KMAA, then you get a card like this, and there's all these debuts on here and names you've never heard of. And it's like shit. How many people damn train there? How, you know, it's like dude, we got like 150 people. Crazy. It's just crazy how deep. You know, like I said, you, it's almost like I don't know. You know, you got your senior class, and then here come your freshmen. You know, in, in high school, it's like a it's just a continuous wave of, of new generation of, of fighters at this gym. Um, but again, I, I just have to go back with, okay, here's the freshman, but I know which sophomores they're, you know, and, and juniors and seniors they're training with. So um, I just, I don't think that uh, Eric puts people in the cage if they're not ready to go. So this, I imagine this kid's going to be ready to go and, uh, not going to see anything in the cage that he doesn't see every day at practice. So I'm I'm going with uh, I'm going with Daniel on this one. All right, Greg, we got one for Cody, one for Daniel. What are you going to go with, Greg? I'm after that hundred dollars, man, and I think that old Daniel is going to win this. Like <laughs> I mean, second, second, second thing that I was I'm just going to second what what Jeff just said. That's why I like quick pick on Parker, quick pick on Daniel. All right. All right, well, we're going to go ahead and move on then. Um, this one has a question mark, and maybe I pulled up the wrong 
I can tell you the next one was, was supposed to be Brandon Nelson and Brian Hooper uh, in, a, in a fight where both guys were looking to get that first win. Uh, Hooper uh, withdrew this week. And so uh, Nelson is uh, is kind of in a, in a, li- a bit of a limbo. Uh, you know, we've had the card has been in uh, such a flux over the past few days with guys in and out versus uh, Tank, who we're going to talk about here in just a little bit. Uh, so uh, it's a it, it's we're gonna get we're gonna skip past this one on the picks and see right. kind of what shakes out at weigh-ins. <laughs> uh, we, he may end up sliding into a different slot. You know, uh, it's a you know it's one of those uh, one of those complicated ones. All right, huh. so we'll go straight into the next one. We have Ray Hewlett and Frank. Tim, tell me how to say this boy's uh, last name. I want to go out on a limb and say the uh, the Siri. We'll, we'll call him Frank T from here. <laughs> Frank, right, well, Frank T. Let's go with Frank T. Frank T. All right. <laughs> Sorry, Frank. If you want to Facebook me and send me a message how to say your last name, I promise I'll do better. Yeah, right. well, Greg's probably or not Greg, but uh, well, Greg. Yeah, and Jeff are probably would really appreciate that as well. Yeah, yeah. So Frank, I'm if you listen, hit me up. <laughs> I didn't hear what y'all said. Uh, let's see. Well, so this one is, you know, this is going to be a 130 pounds. Uh, we saw Ray Hewlett make his debut two or three shows back. He stepped up on really short notice and took on a really tough uh, Jacob Wright out of the Alabama uh, group that is uh, the, this a teammate of uh, Micah Downs, who we're going to see a little bit later. Uh, he went into the third round, and he I think he ended up getting stopped in the third round, but it was a really good fight. He, he, he put on a really good showing. He got, uh, he got busted up a little bit there towards the end, but, I mean, he was always game. He was always going for submissions, and uh, – Super, you could tell he's just kind of got that natural fight in him. Uh, so I'm really excited to see him get a full training camp for this one. He had he had full notice uh, for this one. Or last last time he literally took it on fight week. Uh, he's taking on uh, an unknown here in uh, Frank T. Frank Devana Siri, uh, and I'm sure he'll correct us. And I apologize as well, Frank. Um, he is making his debut out of the UFC gym in Murfreesboro, Tennessee. And, uh, you know, these are these are two two little guys that I think are going to be super quick and super tough. Uh, Frank is uh, is a white belt and uh, just, you know, an entry level guy out of that Murfreesboro group uh, that we haven't seen a lot of fighters out of UFC gym since uh, I'd say uh, Doug, uh, Doug Morley was probably the last one I recall coming out of there. And they're generally they're tough guys, you know, uh, it, it'd be interesting to see. And I think this would be a really action fight. All right, we're going to throw it to Jeff. Jeff, what do you think, Frank T. or Ray Hewlett? Well, I'm going to pick Ray Hewlett just because I don't want to say Frankie T. too many times here. Um, <laughs> uh, I just, uh, yeah, yeah. I don't even, I don't even have much to say about it. I'm just going with Ray Hewlett. All right, Mark, but, what do you think? Unless I to agree with Jeff, I got to go with Hewlett too. Uh, I don't know. The last time he got busted up pretty good, though, man. So i uh, love to see a better defense from Ray this time and hope he gets the win. All right, Greg, what do you think? What is uh, – how tall is Frank? Uh, I, I, I want to say Frank is like 5'5", five, 5'4", five, uh, five, and if I recall, Ray was kind of longer for that weight. He, Ray, what, if I had to guess, is probably 5'8", uh, maybe even what's, five, uh, what's Frank's, uh, like, base? Like, what's his base deal? I believe he's going to be a striker. He's definitely he's. Uh, I'll have to find out exactly where he's from, but he's from like Vietnam or Thailand, something like that. And you know, he looks like he's put together. Uh, you know, he looks like he's in shape. 
Well, you don't think he should have included that? That he's, that he's from Thailand? No, no, no. You sit <laughs> back. I didn't say that. This is the time. This hundred dollars got people upset. You listen here. This is the time when I pulled away. Now, Frankie, I want you to do this for me and the family. <laughs> win this shit and make me pull away. I'm taking Frankie. All right. We got one for Frank, two for Ray. We're going to go ahead and move on. Well, like I said, a lot of these guys are debuts or haven't had very many fights. We're trying to bring some new blood in. We have Alex Mears versus Harrison Aiken. Tim, tell us about that. You know, this one is two guys from Georgia coming up here to Tennessee um, and uh, and duking it out. It's 205 pounds. We've got a lot of heavyweights. be the biggest fight we'll have up until this point anyway. Uh, and so, um, you know, we've got uh, Harrison Aiken. He's out of Ascension MMA. That's the uh, Sun Sal Brothers group down in Atlanta area. And he's 0-1 in, uh, in MMA. And uh, he'll be taking on Alex Mears, who is with uh, with a new team. It's uh, it's Nikki Pepper's group. If anybody remembers Nikki Peppers, he uh, fought back in the day in Chattanooga several times. He's a local high school uh, area football coach, uh, super popular guy down there in the Chattanooga area. And uh, Alex Mears is part of his new team, Peppers MMA. And he is uh, he's a young buck. He's 18, 19 years old, state champion wrestler uh, out of Georgia. And uh, so you're going to have kind of a, 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 a not saying that uh, not saying at all that Harrison Aiken's old, but I think he's in his late 20s. So, you know, he will have that man strength uh, versus Mears, who's, who's still a young buck. So interesting to see. All right. Well, let's start with Mark this time. Mark, what do you think? Yeah. Um, <laughs> <laughs> yeah I think this one, oh, my God, dude, this is a tough one. I'm, I'm going to go with Mears. All right, we got one for Mears. Jeff, what do you think? Damn it. I was picking Mears because I thought this was going to be one I was going to steal from y'all. Uh, and then as soon as you said he's a wrestler, then I knew Greg was going to pick him, and now Mark's picked him. You don't uh, know shit. I know work, shit. You love them wrestlers. <laughs> you love them wrestlers. Uh, I got to go, go with Mears, though, man. I Yeah. Good for staying with this your gut. Good. All right. This was just, yeah, this was my sleeper pick, but I guess it's not a real sleeper. All right, Greg, that leaves you. Well, it wasn't going to be a sleeper pick for me because I've been training with Nikki Peppers for a little while, and uh, <clears throat> Alex Mears, I, I was just going to take him regardless. Uh, I didn't actually know he was a state champion wrestler. I knew he was a wrestler, but I didn't know he was a state champion. Uh, awesome. And uh, that that's just a different kind of breed and a different animal, so Mears is going to... You know, unless uh, unless Harrison wants to impress me with some crazy jujitsu, you know, I'll tell you one thing. I know that Cummings. I think they have like a like a prison down there. I think it's like a level three. But uh, in Somerville, <laughs> they got a damn level five state prison over there. So you know, Mears is coming harder. You know, they're tougher over there in level five. So you know, <laughs> those two things. Never put a word in the federal podcast. All right. All right. Well, we got three for Alex Mears. Harrison, if you're listening, you. Best prove them wrong. They got $100 riding. All right. Next, we go into um, a fight that almost didn't happen. Literally came together about an hour before this damn podcast. That's right. We got Waylon Niner versus Phelan Booker. Tim, tell us about that. Heavyweights. And this is the third, literally the third attempt for Phelan Booker to make his debut. And he's he's just one of these guys that's got some shitty luck when it comes to, when it comes to guys just no-showing. Uh, and it almost happened to us again. And until it actually happens tomorrow, I'm not I'm not you know breathing easy. 
But, uh, you know, Phelan is a debut guy out of KMAA. Uh, I believe he is, uh, you know, he's on the smaller side for heavyweight, I would say, uh, generally. We'll end up seeing him at 205 most likely before long. But, uh, yeah, he's making his debut there. He'll be taking on uh, Waylon Niner, who accepted this fight about an hour ago. And uh, he is, uh, he's a—he's going to have a size advantage, that's for sure. I just now got his dimensions tonight. Uh, he is an independent fighter out of Oak Ridge. Um, and it's stepping up on super short notice. However, it comes to the caveat that this uh, fool is six foot five and is going to have to cut about five pounds by tomorrow to make 265. So yeah. there is a size uh, advantage for uh, Mr. Niner, whereas there's obvious disadvantage to taking this final short notice and fighting a KMA fighter. So uh, there you go. That's the best I can do. That's the best I can say it. Well, I should say he works with Josh Miller. Yes. And Josh told him was talking about how they pulled out against Phelan. And this guy said he likes to fucking fight. He wanted yeah. to fight. So win or lose, beat up or not, he wanted to get in there. And so he looked at this as his opportunity to get his foot in the door. So I don't know what that says about you, but I, you got my respect for that. Yeah. Oh, 100%. I'm going to throw it. I'll throw it to uh Let's go with Jeff first. Jeff, what do you think? Damn it. <laughs> yeah, Jeff. Uh, yeah. Yeah, Jeff. Well, since my card says Phelan Booker against to be announced, uh, I knew yeah. nothing about this. Uh, it was like an hour um, ago. <laughs> another one, y'all tried to slide by me and try to steal my money. Uh, <laughs> uh, damn, this dude is how big? Six what? Six five. Six five. And cutting five pounds probably to get to two sixty five. Yes. <laughs> and I seen him on Facebook. Like, He's not chubby, really. That's like Alistair Overeem. Uh, holy shit. Greg, what do you think, buddy? So, Greg, what do you think? Uh, man, you know well, what? Jeff, you got to make it. the pick don't, first. Don't, don't dance I'm around going, uh, <laughs> You know what, Shamir? It worked once with Mark. It, it did. actually did. You confused Mark. <laughs> I'm sticking up with Greg. I know he just got done training. Probably got beat around a little bit. <laughs> a lot of it. It was some card main event, and I didn't want to pick first. And I threw it to Mark, and he took it. Uh, <laughs> man, I don't know. I'm just going to go. I'm going to go. I picked Phelan Booker every other time he's booked, and it never happened. I'm going to stick with my pick. There's a reason right. why these guys are uh, backing out, you know. Uh, I just think, I'm, hell, the guy's got to be pissed off. Uh <laughs> Probably well, gonna be pissed right off. Of <laughs> yeah, but you can't tell me you ain't nervous though that somebody's fixing to back out again. Um, yeah. So I just think there's a lot of built up shit inside of Phelan Booker right now. He's about to unleash on somebody, so I'm gonna stick with him. I'm glad it ain't me. We'll go to Mark. Mark, what do you think? Yeah, Mark. Man, after being down there for the last two days, it's been a nightmare for Tim to try to match this. You wouldn't believe the incredible amounts of effort he's put in to find Waylon Niner. That being said, you know, this is how you learn where you really fit in the fighting world is to go against a guy who, who is a, at a good gym and getting the, the good work in. I don't care how big you are. Knowing how to fight is knowing how to fight. And that makes all the fucking difference. Go ahead and Yeah. Hey, man, all the way. All right. Another one for Phelan. Greg, what you got? Uh, only thing I know is that if you're taking a fight, you know, less than like 70 hours in advance, and you, you gotta know you gotta cut five pounds, 
uh, how big? How big? What's his guy's background? What's his base? What does he do? He doesn't really have any kind of background. He said that he did some Golden Gloves, um, you know, several years back, but it's been a long time since he has. And uh, it's, you know, just to be honest, that's pretty much it. Man, he's got hands now, huh? And a wild well, hair. <laughs> yeah, okay. Yeah, he's got wild hair. Uh, uh, somebody said something about Booker throwing some shit on the cage or something. I hope he's not shit on the cage here. You know, knock on wood, but I think I'm going to have to go with Booker here. Booker's going to be too quick for him, too powerful. Uh, it's and and if you're if you got to cut five pounds and you're six five, you're you're not training too tremendously hard, and it's, I don't think you're going to be in shape enough ready to go with this guy because he's been backed out on so many times. Uh, so Booker, Booker. All right, we is. got three for Booker. I'm I'm interested to watch it. We'll move mm-hmm. right into the next one. Two debuts going on here. Jay Chastain versus Jackson Donovan. Tim, fill us in on this match. This one is at Bantamweight. Jackson Donovan, another uh, the final KMA debut of the night. Uh, he's a guy that's been training with you all for a long time, though. He's one of these kids uh, in this next generation that have been doing MMA for years already. You know, you've seen your Chase Boutwells come through. Uh, you know your uh, your Beverly brothers, your uh, Avamais, these these guys that are that were kids and now they're turning eighteen and ready to do their MMA debut. You'll have to correct me, but isn't Jackson at least a blue belt, maybe a purple belt? He is a blue belt. Okay, um, yeah, but he is he has trained I, on and off since he was twelve. So he took yes, some time yes. off there at high school to focus on boy. studying and doing right in school and he played some football but he's been training a long time and uh jay chastain is going to be the teammate of alex mears another peppers mma guy uh don't know if uh greg can give us any more information but i know he wrestled with mears i do not think he had the accolades that mears had but uh again having that wrestling base uh when you're making your your debut can can certainly go a long way so I'm, i'm i'm expecting good things out of both these guys all right, we'll throw it to Mark first. Yeah, go, Mark. Jeez, Christ, can y'all give me a layup once in a while? <laughs> like Devs over there, Hampton getting shit. I'm going Jackson's army. Tough kid. All right, Jackson, it is. Greg, what you got? Uh, I think standing up, both of these guys will probably be pretty even right here. Jay Chastain and Jackson Donovan. But here's his kicker. I think that Chastain's uh, amateur debut, he's going to want to take it to the ground and maybe possibly against a blue belt might not be the absolute best idea. Uh, this could be hit or miss here because either one of these guys could win this fight. It's a toss-up. But, oh, and they're going to hate me for it, but I'm going to have to go with Jackson Donovan uh, over here. With KMAA, guys. That's who I'm going to go with there. Just tell them you got $100 online, you know? <laughs> I, fuck, fuck, I, got, I got the Benjamin here. I got this shit. I can't <laughs> let it go. <laughs> All right, we got three for Jackson Donovan. Uh, next, another. Oh, we didn't get Jeff's know. pick. Yeah, oh, Jeff. Oh, my gosh, I'm sorry. Jeff, I'm sorry. He's sitting over acting like he did. Yeah, he's acting like he wasn't going to pick. He's going to slip and get by and be like, oh, I didn't know, y'all. And then he's going to say something later. Like, well, I would have picked him. 
Jeff <laughs> caught me. Tim <laughs> caught me. Everybody caught me. Jeff, I'm sorry. You go. You go. Right I'm sorry, in. Greg. I can't. I can't hear you from this number one position. You're still like four <laughs> behind me. Uh, I'm gonna pick uh, uh, Jay Chastain for all those reasons that Greg said, but ended up not going with Jay Chastain. I think. Uh, I think he's gonna take this to the ground and. Uh, 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 hopefully his wrestling is good enough. I think he's just going to notify the uh, the jujitsu and and, and uh, hold his positions on the ground. May not be a pretty fight, but I'm going with Jay Chastain. All right, we got two for Jackson, one for Jay. All right, now we're going to move on. <laughs> Sorry, y'all, this is my first picks. We're going to go in <laughs> to Anthony Rogers versus uh, Stevie and Tank Wilson Jr. Tim. Man, this, well, this is, is the one where security this comes in, right? What's that? This is the one where security heightens up and uh, yeah, puts right? the barrier. Yeah, right. It's interesting. Okay. Tank fights. Tank's got a lively crowd. We'll say that. Um, you know, it's uh, this is another one of those revolving doors. You know, Tank is one of these these guys that's hard to keep an opponent in there with him. I want to say this is the third guy we've had. Uh, Anthony Rogers uh, making his debut out of Knoxville, and I want to say he's got some roots down in the Benton area, like around Cleveland. But uh, anywho, he is uh, making his debut. Doesn't have uh, really any sort of experience to speak of, but but wanted to get it. You know, literally wants to get his foot in the door. Wants to test himself, and so props to him for stepping up short notice, scrambling around to get medicals, and uh, he's going to test himself against a tough one. Uh, Stevie and Tank Abbott. I'm sorry, Tank. I was about to say Tank Abbott. Tank Wilson Jr. Uh, we saw him make his debut a couple shows back, or it may have just been the very last show, actually. Uh, and he uh, he looked good. He looked really good. Great wrestling, big uh, big slams. Uh, he's put together. Uh, I, I think that uh, I'd like to see him probably a 170 eventually, just with his dimensions as far as his height and range go. But uh, yeah, at this point, you know, he's still a young buck, and uh, you know they're doing this fight at a catchweight of 180, so he's working his way down there. Uh, I'm excited to see him, and uh, you know, this is, a, this is one of your rising stars. All right, let's go with uh, Greg first. Okie dokie. I want to know Anthony Rogers. Do we know anything about, like, like he's from Knoxville. Like, whereabouts Knoxville did he play football? I mean, what did he uh, He's actually from, ben, he's from Benton originally. Oh, so he's from, like, ghetto. He's from, uh, like, he's you know from the, the ghetto better than me. I know, I'm from, I'm from the ghetto. I'm from, no, but he's, yeah, he's from the hard knock. So Anthony Rogers is going to be, he's going to be a a hard knocker coming out, especially this is an, this is going to be a different independent in my opinion, but here's, here's the facts. Here's the facts. And the fact I go with facts. So, um, tank, tank Wilson, um, he trains, he goes hard. (laughs) He goes in and he goes hard. And he's, I mean, if, 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 that's uh, what she said. Yeah, that's what she said. She told me, but I was like, "Damn!" But Tank, but he, I'm, uh, if you can, if, if I don't think that Rogers is going to be weather the storm because the storm is going to come quick and it's going to consume, it's going to consume Anthony, and there's not going to be a whole lot he can do about it. If he makes it to the second round, I would say there's a slight chance he wins the fight because I think Tank's Tank. You know, no pun intended, uh, but may run short. But he's just going to have to impress me there because Tank's balls to the wall when that bell rings. I'm talking from bell to bell. He was going just hey ham, hey ham. He's going to have to understand it's a whole fight. It's a it's a going to be a marathon, not a sprint. And if you don't if you don't pace yourself, 
it, it, it could really wreck you. So you need to slow down, tap the brakes every now and then, and then attack when he gets weak. You know what I'm saying? But if Tank don't slow down, Tank Tank takes this probably in the first minute or two in the fight. All right. So your pick is Tank. Oh yeah, Tank Tank. Okay. Just making it clear. All right. We're going to go to Jeff. What's uh, Tank's ticket sales look like so far? Uh, he oh, actually great. settled with me today, uh, me and Catherine, and got 30 more general admissions. So. so you're looking at about twice, probably, what you <laughs> dealt with last time. Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> but he did talk right. to him. He did talk to him. I talked to him. Everybody's talked to him. Well, you know, and that's really not even why. They're actually super cool before he fights. Honestly, though, that's not even why I asked. I mean, for me, it was just more so this kid, you can tell, fights on emotion of of how many people he had there. And he's just he's not going to lose. He's just not going to lose with that kind of crowd there and that kind of support. He's he's going to will himself to win, even if he shouldn't. So I. I, I do agree with Greg, though, with the gas tank thing, man. It's like, um, you know, at some point when the fights get bigger, the shows get bigger, the cage gets bigger, and you're not, you know, uh, at some point he's going to have to to back it off a little bit and pace himself. You just, if you don't get it, you know, done quick at that rate and that pace, uh, it's going to, he's going to have a dump at some point. Um, so, but we're talking about the future. Well, we're not talking about the future. We're talking about right now, and uh, I'm definitely going to tank on this one. All right, Mark, what do you got? <laughs> I would like to quote the great great Greg Hopkins, uh, tank is tank. <laughs> I believe he said that rant. Uh, I'll say tank. All right, tank it is. All right, we're going to move right into our next one. Uh, Justin Abner versus Emery Norad. Uh Tim? Co-main event here, and this is at welterweight, 170 pounds. This is my pick for five of the nine. Uh, this is going to be a good one. We've got uh, Justin Abner, he's two and two, coming out of Atos uh, slash Maverick Training Center in Huntsville, Alabama. Yeah. Under he's under uh, he's under Suzanne Ramsden, who is a very solid black belt in her own right. Uh, he is a solid blue or purple belt. He may be a purple belt, Abner, baby. He's definitely got some good grappling, and he's tough. Uh, Hopkins can tell us. Uh, Hopkins uh, made his long, uh, the long-awaited comeback after like five years away against Justin Abner. But uh, Emory Norred is his opponent. He's a guy we've been seeing a lot lately. He's one of your, another one of these hot prospects, 3-0, and out of Blaylock's IMB, Chattanooga, Tennessee, coming off a big win uh, at the very last show over Carter Beekman. And this is going to be uh, the best step up he's had yet, no doubt, uh, against Justin Abner. And this is a fight just looking into the my crystal ball of the future. I'd love to see the winner of this one uh, take on Tank uh, here maybe a show or two down the road as long as everyone comes out with winners. That definitely sounds like a good idea, especially at 170. He, mm -hmm. He'd probably be able to make that in a show or two. All right, we're going to go Mark first. Of course we are. Jeez. Yeah, uh, good Mark. <laughs> man, I, I really wanted to pick Nora in this. Uh, I really like that kid a lot, man. I think he, he represents all the good stuff. I just, I remember Justin Abner being tough as shit, man. And, uh, yeah, I'm going to have to go with Abner on this one. All right, we got one for Abner. Uh, Jeff, what do you got? Yeah, I mean, first thing I got is a rip. I really like how this card, you know, we talked earlier how it plays out. You know, a bunch of new guys 
Um, but then you get down here, and, and this is what these new guys are striving for, this co-main and main spot. You know, well, we got seven, uh, seven fights between the two uh, co-main, nine at the main. So uh, I really give kudos to the way this card plays out here. Um, kind of like, uh, you know, Greg said a little bit, I really was impressed with Norad that last, uh, that last show. It was the very last show too, wasn't it? This is a pretty quick. It's a quick turnaround for him, right? Yeah, he got and he got busted up in the. He he had to, did he get a couple stitches, Mark, or he was bleeding at least. Yeah, he got cut up. My bad. Right, well, I was. I was impressed we know he likes to fight. I was, I was definitely impressed with him, uh, and I, obviously he's hungry. Quick turnaround, thirty days, you know, later. Um, I'm going, uh, I'm going, I'm going to stick with Norad on this one. I like him. I always like what Blaylocks brings, uh, to these fights, uh, tough kids. And I'm going to go Emory Norad. All right, Greg, that brings us to you, Abner or Norad. Oh man, I fought Abner and, uh, you know, the rules were different when I fought him. We were in Georgia and it was like, uh, my second fight ever. And, uh, it was my seventh year layout nobody's counting him said five but it was actually my seventh year and i just came back i don't even know what drove me to want to fight but it got me there and uh <laughs> i thought that i thought that i thought that uh you know and i thought that abner was going to be a smaller a smaller guy because awesome. he could yeah he could have made abner said himself he could make 155 and i was like okay well fair enough i could probably make 155 too so i mean i'm gonna be a small 170 probably <laughs> Yeah. Oh, yeah. So Abner shows up, and he is just—I mean, he's huge. He's like, and he's shredded up. And he—and uh, let me tell you something: the pressure that Abner will put on you—he's—he's he's kind of still cavemanish, because once you hit him, he don't quit coming. He's got that grip, and he can take hits too. Trust me, he can fucking take a lot of hits, and he won't quit coming. Uh, I don't know if you can see us in the five, but after uh, after Justin went down, you can see a sigh of relief on me, and it wasn't that I was happy that I won. I was happy that he fucking finally went down because I was so damn tired because he just <laughs> wouldn't quit. So, I, yeah, everybody was laughing and stuff, so blah, blah, blah. But Emory Norwood, I've been actually training with him a few times now. I've been over there at Blaylocks, and I've been to uh, over Killer Bees, and Emory Norwood's uh, – he he gets in there and he hangs. You know we're not going 100 miles an hour, but we're you know we're you know 70 70 percent, 75 80 percent sometimes sparring. But uh, Emory's a really smart fighter. Uh, he wrestled at Baylor, which is a pretty prestigious school in Chattanooga. Bunch of you know you have a uh, whatever, but they they're a pretty good wrestling school. And uh, uh, Abner, to my knowledge, didn't have wrestling. He had really good jujitsu. And uh, it was actually hard to work any kind of angles on it, but I think the Emory's jiu-jitsu is just the equivalent. So, uh, oh, this is a damn tough fight to pick. Oh, it's so tough because I'm just going to have to go ahead and pick Emory Nord on this. But this is going to be probably my pick fight of the night if we're going to there. I'm, I'm picking that one fight of the night right there. All right, we got another one for Nord. Jeff, what do you think? Yeah, I'm, I'm gonna go with Norad too. Yeah, we got we got Jeff and me and Jeff went with Norad. I think that Mark went. Oh, with Mark. Us. Yeah, Mark went Abner and the other two. Abner. Right okay, there. sorry. Yeah. We're moving on then. We're moving on. All right. Woo. Sorry, guys. <laughs> All right, now we get to the main event. We've got the Guardian Micah Downs versus Rambo Joseph Long. Tim fills in. 
Hey, I'm excited for this one. Uh, Rambo, Rambo Joe, uh, formerly known as Cosby. Now he's Rambo Joe and uh, training with David Robbins down there at American Killer Bees in Cleveland, Tennessee. He is your reigning and defending amateur lightweight champion. Beat a very tough Joe Bradley in an absolute war. Uh, I guess it's been three shows ago now, probably. Uh, top prospect, you know. Uh, Joe is uh, very unassuming, very nice, very, very. You know, he look. We always uh, joke that he looks like the milkman, you know. And uh, he, but, but he, he doesn't either. Milkman. And uh, that said, uh, man, whenever whenever the the lights come on and the bell rings, he is uh, he's a killer in there. He is the 2018 amateur uh, Thai champion. Uh, and so he's got a national championship under his belt as a tie fighter, uh, undefeated in both MMA and tie. But this is MMA defending that belt. He's four and zero against Micah Downs, the Guardian, who will be his challenger. He's three and two out of Next Gen MMA, Marshall County, Alabama. They've sent us some some tough fighters. You know, they sent us Mary Rosenbeck, the aforementioned Jacob Wright. There's been some good guys come up from there, and and uh, Downs is going to bring the pressure. I think this is a big step up for Micah Downs from his competition as of late. But the last time we saw him, you know, he, he got uh, past the Seagoat uh, in the first round with, with pressure. Uh, he came right out and blitzed him. And uh, I, I believe that's what, you know, he's heavy handed. And that's going to be his his uh, his uh, M.O. here against Joseph Long, who uh, is uh, has been no. I think Joseph's going to be much more technical, but Joseph has been lured into these firefights and brawls in the past, and you know he has been dropped. So uh, you know, I think uh, on paper Joseph Long is the favorite here, but but Downs is very live. All right, let's let's go uh, let's go Greg first. Ah oh, damn. Oh okay. Here, listen. Uh, I think did Tim correct me if I'm wrong. Micah started out zero and two, right? Yes. Okay. And I, I think I might have mentioned he might be one of the best Owen twos in the southeastern like hemisphere. I said that a long time ago. How he lost those first two uh, is beyond me. But uh, just best bet when he steps into the ring, you, b- you better have your damn guard up. You better have your hands up because he's a, he's a headhunter, and he's going to knock your damn head off. He's a small guy. But he's compacted, and you know, he's just big things come in small packages. So he 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 explodes, and like Tim said, uh, Joseph Long has been prone to those uh, big overhand rights, you know, and get dropped because when when Joseph gets in the pocket, he has such length that he gets he gets somewhat kind of a little slow, lazy, and Micah's going to explode. This is going to be a damn yin yang matchup. You're going to have a little bit of this and a lot of that in one guy and a little bit of that and a lot of that in another guy. But here's the X factor right here. Joseph, if it goes to the ground, I think that Joseph has a a great deal of advantage when it comes to the submission game. When it comes to the ground and pound game, guess what? You can't implement elbows yet to the face. You can't do that yet, Micah. So, until that game's inquired, I don't know how good your ground and pound game is yet. We'll have to we'll have to see that here. Uh, but if it goes to the ground, I'm going to have to go with Joseph. If it remains standing, I think Micah Micah blows his load by the end of the second round. And if it goes to the third, Joseph puts it on him. So I'm going to have to go with Joseph here. But good fight right here. Good matchup. Good, really good matchup here by Valor. All right, Mark, we're going to you. Yeah, what a fantastic project it's going to be. It's, uh, I, 
knock it down to his hard, dude. But the milkman, Joseph Long, he's, he's going to get it done. He's going to be a left knee to the body. Call him that. Ooh, call him the, uh, the way it happens. I like it, Mark. <laughs> All right, yeah. Jeff. Yeah, um, yeah, I'm not really concerned as much about how many times Joseph Long's been dropped. What I'm, you know, what what I focus on is how many times he's been dropped and and not beaten. How many times he gets back up. Um, that's fine. He gets dropped, um, but he still finds a way to finish a fight. I'm telling you, the guy's going to end up being a serial killer one day. I'm, I'm not joking. He's, <laughs> he's got they the MO. That's what I'm saying. He's got the MO. There's bodies in, in a freezer or something in his apartment <laughs> because he reminds me of just the Ted Bundy, Jeffrey Dahmer, uh, American <laughs> psycho. You know, the dude is, I'm telling you, yeah, he's so unassuming, and those are the ones that scare the shit out of me. Um <laughs> I joke around. I joke. I try to joke around with all the fighters on fight night. I don't fuck with Joseph Long. He scares me. Um, and that being said, <laughs> he still scares me. Man, I'm not picking Maka against him. Mike is mean as shit. He don't scare you. Mike is hitting like the mean ones. Is, you know what you're getting with the mean ones. You, Joseph scares the shit out of me. On the first 48, man. I, that's, I can see Mike on the first 48. There's no way you're seeing Joseph. No way. <laughs> yeah, you'll see you'll see Joseph on a lifetime movie. It's oh, yeah. Man, After the fight. They might kill each other. We don't know. Yeah, we'll see. You don't you don't catch this you'll catch Downs might be on forty eight hours or but Joseph's the kind they make mini series out of those guys don't get caught for years <laughs> later. They don't get caught for years down the road. Uh I'm going with the uh, Rambo Joe for sure. All right, there you have it. We have a action-packed card for May third. Here we are, two you know, day out from it, two days out from it. So, you know, if you guys want to play along, go on. We're gonna put a poll up uh, on the event page for Valor, and you guys can make your own picks. We're gonna put a poll up there uh, shortly, here in just a little bit. So look out for that on Facebook, guys. As always, it's awesome to have you. Thank you for giving your picks, Tim. You have anything to close us out? Ah, no, not really. I'm excited for this weekend. You know, it's about to be a busy next few weeks. We've got, uh, you know, the show with the Joe this weekend, and then we're just two weeks away from uh, from the biggest one that we've done yet at Smoky Stadium. Two weeks after that, we're right back at the Joe. Uh, hopefully, we can, uh, you know, do a lot of about announcements for that June 7th show here in the coming week. So, uh, you know, it's a, it's an exciting time. It is very exciting. And again, I, I just want to thank everybody for listening to this episode of the Valor Hour. I want to thank you know, you guys are coming on and doing picks uh, this week's hey, edition of the show. Yeah. Hey, I wanted to know who I wanted to get a like vote on everybody's who who, who thinks which which fight which fight is going to be fight of the night because I oh, like okay. I, I like Nord and Abner. I'd like to know everybody's pick on that. Okay, we can totally do that, yeah. uh, guys. That's my pick. Tim's pick. That's Greg's mine. pick. Jeff, what you got? Uh, I'm gonna go with the main event. Nice. All right, Mark, what do you got? Me versus Greg Hoppy. <laughs> oh, hell yeah. yeah. We're going to make it there, too. main event. Oh, okay, cool. Good deal. The All co-main right. of the main event. Make sure everybody goes online and follows Valor Fighting Challenge on social media. 
We're on Twitter. We're on Facebook. We're on Instagram. You can uh, watch this on Flow. Make sure you rate and review the Valor Hour on Apple Podcasts, Stitcher, Google Podcasts, and TuneIn Radio. Uh, thank you guys very much. This is an MMA report with Jason Floyd and Daniel Galvan. Quick fix on Radio Influence. Coming up on this week's edition of the MMA Report podcast presented by Roman. I am going to have conversations with Brent Primus, Shorty Torres, and Dustin Lampros. We also take another look at the rules and regulations in mixed martial arts. A huge weekend for Jack Hermanson. Greg Hardy also got a victory. Man, a stupid quote coming out of his camp. Also, Bellator, John Fitch, Roy McDonald. Fight to a draw, and somehow Rory advances all kinds of craziness on this week's edition of the MMA Report. Of course, also we talk about Brock Lesnar apparently retiring, Cormay, Stipe rematch set for August. All of that on this week's edition of the MMA Report podcast presented by Roman. Listen to this week's podcast to hear about the special offer that Roman has for the MMA Report podcast listener. Of course, you can listen to the MMA Report podcast on RadioInfluence.com, Apple Podcasts, Stitcher, TuneIn, and Google Podcasts. The MMA Report with Jason Floyd and Daniel Galvan can be found on Apple Podcasts, Stitcher, TuneIn Radio, Google Podcasts, and RadioInfluence.com.